Points Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. If you'd like to stay, let's get hammered. What is going on, people? Welcome back. Hello. That was my YouTube intro. I mean, <laughs> welcome to Point Hammered, <laughs> episode 173. Caught me off guard there. It is a brisk November day. It's been a rather cold fall. It has. We've had many inches of snow, some of which stuck. Some jackal already put his Christmas lights up across oh, from us. He's probably to prior, blame for all this. Prior to Thanksgiving. Show a little respect. Come on. Jesus. Anyways. What do the pilgrims and the Indians think? <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. I don't know. Get that guy like some turkey, some yard turkeys or something yeah. next year. Doesn't matter anymore. They're both at Walmart trying to get them deals. <laughs> Ugh. What have you been up to? I've been painting models, John. Of course. Yeah, I could tell because yeah, my little... motivation's not what it should be. <laughs> Despite working on the Point Hammer Patreon model for Ryan. <laughs> oh, cool. So my little goal last time was to get my boys done for Renegade Open. Yeah, I said you couldn't do it. I I took them to Renegade Open. What? It was like a it was a win and a loss because the overdrawn it's not completely done, mm. but it's been airbrushed. It's got the skin on it, and I decided I was gonna I was gonna take it with. I did try to see if I could borrow one from somebody, but there's no overdrawns in the greater Minneapolis area. You just couldn't grind it out and finish it, huh? Yeah. Once when I was working on him, I had a chance to do it if I got the skin right like mm. on the first on the first go. Yeah. You know? Like the little test, like, oh let's see how, how yeah. it works. So I was just using the same colors as I did on the skin on the Unidrons, like the little tiny guys. Yeah. So, you know, when you're scaling shit up, it just doesn't really work the same. Mm. So part of the original idea with the army was just to use the official paint schemes. Okay. So these guys actually have like orange skin in the official paint scheme. Sure. So at first I was like, oh, fuck, I'll just paint them pink like the rest of these guys. But using like the same colors, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if, if he didn't go through the exact same process. <laughs> be like, well, this color scheme doesn't, doesn't you know, work. Huh? It, basically, it's like a sunny skin tone and a red. So you're taking like the Angel Geraldo's approach here. That's what you're going for for tones? Yeah, um, using the, the methods yeah. and everything. So, okay. Part of the, the issue, I'm using some of them. I'm using the early scheme because yeah. about halfway through, it looks like they switched the scheme for the Combine Army stuff. Okay. From like a black and like a really red, red, you know, just like a solid red. Yeah. Um, some Somewhat kind of pink to like a purplish red, more, more purple than red, and okay. then... The skin tones are more like tans and stuff he's working in. Sure. I think he's doing that because the Nomad color scheme is black and red, red. Okay. So, you know, they couldn't, can't have two official right. armies using <laughs> the exact same color scheme. Sure. In the line. So I'm, I'm using the original black, red kind of look beforehand. But, but these guys are painted with orange skin and he actually has that recipe 
in the A to Z volume two, mm. and it uses about five or six different oranges. I was thinking about picking those oranges up, but I'll probably just use the ones that I have. Sure. Uh, rather than go that route. So, but I used them in the game. I was really, I was really glad that, that I took them anyways. You know, it didn't really, sure. you know, no one really gave a shit. I was Sick of the literally, shit, literally the only one yeah. <laughs> who, who, who cares the, that it wasn't. Who's that. the most important person though? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, so it was really fun to play in those games and I'll probably chat a little bit later in the event of the week. But so since I've been back, this is literally day two after Renegade Open. I haven't quite gotten back to the pain table. You know, there's all kinds of bullshit yeah. that you got to do when you skip a weekend. So I've been doing that. My goal is to finish him off, and then so it'll be done for ARO, 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 which is in Chicago yeah. in three weeks. I guess less than three weeks now. Sure. Somehow Kelly approved prove that one as well hey, maybe so she's doing uh, three events in six weeks she's got a side husband going somewhere uh, that we, shows up when you could. leave and <laughs> just takes care of things yeah I, doesn't just sit in his I paint left, desk uh, all day it's like a storm you know early so i could i could try to catch that fucker <laughs> <laughs> you know, if i get back there were no unexpectedly signs. early yeah <laughs> he might have just popped out the back right when i showed up mm, he heard that garage door open. <laughs> yeah he's like go 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 roger showed up with the shotgun <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm probably going to finish that guy, and then the the list was all right. We'll get into that, but I'll probably work on assembling some new guys, but I'm not going to paint any for a while because I need to get on the PACA terrain, terrain, train, so to speak. (laughs) I'm going to be doing some Realm of Fire terrain, which I've probably mentioned more than a few times, but Mm -hmm. I'll have to get that going. I want to get the majority of it done before the end of the year. Okay. as a goal, and then if I overshoot it by three or four weeks and get it done just in time, I guess that's all right too. All right. <laughs> so, John, you mentioned uh, lack of hobby progress, motivation. What's yeah. going on here, bud? So, I'm working on the model for Ryan, the delegate, JSA. <laughs> I got all the flowers done on the dress. I think I had that done last time, or they were getting close. So, I finished all the flowers, and then time to sit down and base coat that dress. The, we talked about this before, where all the little flowers are kind of imprinted into it. It looks yes. like they took a little flower stamp almost and just stamped it all around. And I was going to go there. with a cream color. Mm-hmm. So I started working on it, and I didn't like it. <laughs> so I was like, well, this fucking pisses me off. So looking at the Angel Giraldez Corvus Belly color scheme, yeah, they- I see why they did it. Because it pops a lot more with the green. What did, so what did they do then? It's a light green with red flowers. And okay. I did the flowers like purple red. And then after I started painting that stupid coat like a cream color, I said, fuck this, and stopped. And then I browsed through all the colors and decided, yeah, I'm just going to go with green. Mm-hmm. So I started repainting it. So I got a good chunk of it base coated properly. It's a big fucking hassle because those little imprints have these lips in between like where the flower is and where the cloak is. So you got to paint that little lip yes. around every flower, and it's a real cocksucker. Are all of them perfectly casted? Uh, there's a little variety in each one, and no, because some to, of like, them... fix some of them. Some of them have, like, lines that go in between the petals where it's still, like, the dress color would be, mm-hmm. and some of them don't. And my fucking old man eyes... I think i got to get a set of reading glasses. It, it, I'll be 41 in, a, fuck me, nine days here. 
And uh, I think it's time for reading lists. <laughs> okay. So I'm w- there was uh, quite a few old guys at Renegade who whipped out mm-hmm. their glasses to take a look at my models. Yeah, that's going to be me soon. <laughs> so anyways, I, I got like a, the majority of it done. Once this is done, the rest of it's going to be a breeze. It's just a little bit of skin, which is all base coated, mm-hmm. and then hair, I think the kitty and the briefcase, little simple things that'll go really fast. So I just got to grind through. And, and once it's base coated, the highlighting should be relatively easy as well. So, yeah, I'm working on that. I also set up a little paint tutorial at Wapaka. So I'm going to show Dave Whitech and anybody else who's interested how to do perfect and smooth brush blends. Oh, cool. What so, day are you going to do that? I'm going to have a formal timeline yet. He's going to bring his paint stuff and we're going to set up in his room. Ah, okay. And then, yeah, we're just going to make that happen. So he was complaining on Twitter about just not being able to nail it. I think when he sees how much time it takes, he's going to be like, uh. <laughs> but I know it's teachable because I once taught a girlfriend how to do it, and she painted some rather decent-looking witch elves in She's a golden demon winner. No time. So it's definitely teachable. I'm capable of showing people how to do this. I've talked about it. And if he'd spend my time reading that blog post I made about mm-hmm. this very subject, I'm sure he'd gain a lot of wisdom. It took hours to write, so somebody commented on there and said it took like an hour to read through it. So it's mm-hmm. a significant post, especially if you're processing it. But yeah, so that that's going to be my Wapaka hobby teach less. If it goes well, maybe next year we'll set up something more formal. Yeah, if you want to do something formal like that absolutely let me know and then what else i've been up in my youtube game <laughs> again so how, how much higher can it get john yeah so it's i'm working on some new stuff here where okay. i'm doing playing a rim world game but i'm narrating it all first person style okay so so it, like you're like one of these people so i got a single survivor I, I created a whole backstory and videos to go with it and then he crash lands on the planet later, and we start the game. So if you're bored, my YouTube name is SickBoyWI. SickBoy. Check it out. I think, uh, I, think it's, I think it's entertaining and fun, and it's definitely something new and different. It's fucking tons of time to make because <laughs> you end up with, like, yeah, say, 40 to 50 video clips that are short, like... Uh-huh. 20 to like 19 to 20 maybe 10 seconds like in that range and then you need to get like half an hour total so you got enough little clips to pel- put them so all these together are like 40 clips strung together you just take in like the best bits as i'm pre- playing presumably or, or yeah like i'm only most rec- relevant or something right when he's actually doing something legitimate or like if he starts a task it's going to take a while he'll start it and then i'll just stop recording and come back when he's done or else i'll fix it in post you know during editing and then so you make the whole video and then you got to kind of watch it make sure it looks good and these are half an hour long mm-hmm. and then you got to watch it and do the voiceover <laughs> And then you got to rebuild the whole thing and export it and watch it again to make sure it all came out right. So it's quite the process. The release schedule is going to be a little slower on those. But check it out if you... Uh, Sounds cool. It's really just going to be a story, this guy's story. I wrote a backstory and did some yeah. legwork on it. And Most successful, one common theme of viral videos is quick, quick hits, like always kind of changing, really snappy. Not sure. That yeah, not like this is going to be a viral video or, or something like that. But successful, interesting videos often have that. You know, it kind of depends on your yeah. Your well, because matter, but you know, most of the game you're just sitting there watching them like chop trees down. So if you're watching somebody do a regular playthrough, that's what's happening. And yeah, it's if you're like, uh, dicking around at work on your computer, 
you know, the pace doesn't necessarily matter, but you know, right. Totally. He's like watching it or something and you just kind of got to keep those little yeah. adrenaline yeah. spikes going. So yeah. once people cool. watch a few, they yeah. should be sucked in. Definitely sounds like a fuckload of work, so, but, uh, otherwise you success doing my regular videos with that. And then started building myself a desk. That's the latest retirement project. You nice. saw the tabletop I glued. It's a 72 by 30 yeah. inch made out a, of two and a half inch boards I glued together. Is this a computer desk, a paint desk? What it's kind of hobby? Computer desk. Oh. I'm going to make like a raised platform for the monitors to be on where I can put stuff under it. And I got to find somebody with a planer that'll plane a 30 inch board. So that's my garnish. <laughs> All right. So. I'm not even sure what tool that is. <laughs> it's like a big picture. table planer. It looks like a table with a okay. really sharp blade that just levels. Because you saw, if you glue what I do, like, they're two and a half inches. I glued it so it was 30 inches wide. So, you know, you have all these ridges where the boards meet. You put it through a planer, it comes out smooth on top. Uh, okay. And that's how you get a nice tabletop surface. And that's what's kept me from doing this in the past. That's so I decided key. just to do it. Shitty Schmitty, his boss is a carpenter with some with a surfacing table. So we might get it sorted out that way. So that's been oh, an interesting deal. project. Otherwise, it's uh, just the usual. The wife got laid off, so we're trying oh, to fuck. figure out uh, <laughs> what to do with neither of us having Not a great time a in job here with the little one. Yeah, losing our insurance before too long and all that. So it's the American story. Yeah, corporate America. They laid off her whole department. Shipped the work down to Olathe, Kansas, and those fucking Kansas people <laughs> stealing good Wisconsin jobs. Hey, my job. <laughs> okay. so, yeah, we're we're uh, having some concerns in that okay. regard, but we're debating on either scoring some more property mm-hmm. or some, uh, some. trying to coast and see what what can happen here. I don't know. The only real issue is the insurance, but I'm sure we'll get there that at some true. point here. Well, good luck. <laughs> she she uh, applying for jobs and stuff. No. Century, great place to work. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> I think she knows better than that. Well, the, the issue is the AIG insurance is so fucking good. Yeah. It, like it covered all the IVF treatments we had, mm. and we were out of pocket a few thousand dollars where it would have been literally probably fifty or $60,000. So, Jeepers. Yeah. And then all the doctors claim like, We've never seen insurance cover this before. You guys are super lucky. <laughs> so if we have to go through that all again, she's talking about maybe just getting a call center job there in the short term uh-huh. till till we get things sorted out in that regard. Jeez. But we'll see. Okay, yeah. Uh, anyway, a little bit of personal drama there. Yeah, sometimes shit turns out even better than what it was. So. Yeah, we'll see. That's like a... Morgan Freeman quote over (laughs) (laughs) Shawshank style inspirational Morgan Freeman recording let's pay that guy a bunch more money to make some inspirational quotes (laughs) just to perk you up other than suck my balls my balls (laughs) get busy painting or get busy (laughs) dying so uh, what have you been listening to or reading man Uh, well I have event of the week here which according I jumped right over that very loose schedule I just wanted to talk a little bit about Renegade Open because I'd never been there before. Sure. I don't think. Have you ever been? No. It's kind of like an Adepticon-ish type experience. There's multiple oh, nice. game systems going on at a pretty sprawling hotel sure. over in the Twin Cities there. So I think I'd signed up multiple times for Infinity and or Saga. Yeah. And always ended up canceling. And uh, Who are the fellas running this show? Uh, well, the guy that runs it is named Puck. So okay. he's not part part of our gang or crew or anything, but sure. he's 
when I went there to get my badge, he's like, oh, Joe Rogers, like, really, really glad to finally meet you, you know, because <laughs> uh, it's probably maybe like 500 people or oh, something at, at the very most, but yeah. probably more like three or 400, but sure. enough that he's, he's like the one like handling everything. So like, yeah. you got to email in your PayPal and oh, shit. God. So he had, he like recognized my email and like <laughs> name and stuff. So it was and he's like, oh, cool, cool. He recognized you, you as the leaker that you are since you leaked out <laughs> in the past. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was a pretty, pretty cool, cool venue. Yes, yeah. I'd, go, I'd go again. I don't think it was it was maybe like thirty or forty bucks. Typical hotel venue. Yeah, it was pretty big, like a five story hotel. One thing was, all the events were like pretty dispersed all over, and there's lots of stairs and like basements and stuff. So like. Couldn't kind of like gonna, Paca, but bigger. Yeah, you couldn't really see what 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 the hell was going on. You, like you knew there was other events because there's little <laughs> arrows and stuff all over. But like, yeah. I never really saw much. I did check check out that Age of Sigmar stuff. Trenzo oh. was in there, so sure. Me and him were crashing together, so I was getting some good ideas for the terrain. Cool, really cool. A lot of scratch built terrain there oh. from their crew. And then I popped on the bolt action staff. So the old North Star John and Hagen, and then the Saga crew, Monty and Paul Gonsowski are all in bolt action. So their terrain, well, a lot of it is like Dale Bartz, Rick Eubler. Sure. So th- those old guys. So their terrain was like phenomenal. Uh, really cool bolt action stuff. You know, they had like a submarine bay that oh, they're cool. fighting over and shit. And then <laughs> they had a field that was like filled with tanks that are like blown up so they have like little cotton smoke things and then Hagen's like yeah that's that's an expensive table right there (laughs) each one of those tanks is like 50 bucks or something so there's probably like eight or nine of them (laughs) something like that so yeah it's a pretty pretty cool venue pretty chill okay not really a lot of boozing or anything going Uh, on (laughs) it's because it's old men or what uh well down in the bolt action hall there was finally some action to be found. <laughs> Blats were uh, welcome and accompaniment, uh, but yeah, during the game, during the day, nobody was really drinking or anything. Sure, just kind of unlike some of the Adepticon stuff. Yeah, Paca. Like when we got five shots of fucking <laughs> coffee, vodka. <laughs> yeah, whatever the hell it was. yeah, that, not, nothing like that. <laughs> My Infinity games went really well. Not going to get into it, but it was fun using entirely new lists with entirely new weapons. And care to make any um, notes regarding how this army is different than your previous army? Ah, uh, yeah, these guys use plasma ammunition, oh. which. So making an armor save in Infinity, maybe, depending on the numbers, maybe like a 25 to 40% chance. Sure. So if you shoot somebody twice, they're going to make two rolls, yeah. depending on the ammunition. So it's like very feasible that they could make both rolls. Like it's not, yeah. you know, maybe one out of four times that'll happen. Um, with Plasma, basically it's double damage all the time. So they're taking two rolls each yeah, time? Yeah, and they're taking an armor and a BTS. So some models might have a high armor. In a low BTS or a high sure. BTS in a low armor. Not many models have a high value for both. Okay. So you get two hits, they have to make four rolls, and they're probably going to be weak against one of them. And typically you just have to do one wound to anything to really take it out. Yeah. So, like, you're just like, yeah. You're just You're fucking fools. going down. Like, it's, like, decisive. What's uh, BTS mean? BTS is biotechnological shielding. Okay. John. So nice. it's... There's uh, armor, which prevents you from, like, physical attacks. Sure. And then the BTS, 
is what's uh, you use against like exotic or electrical or like hacking attacks. Sure. Um, it's kind of weird stuff like that. Okay. So plasma is kind of a little highly charged, you know, a little bit of both. So um, the list worked out pretty good. Uh, it was a narrative, so it wasn't strictly winners versus winners, always mm. lining up, you know, kind of depended on the theme. Fun. So, uh, but I actually won all five of my games. What? So three of them came down to just the last dice rolls for sure. Yeah. And then the other two were... Basically, a little more foregone conclusions in my favor, but interesting. You didn't think this army would be as competitive as the previous. No, one. yeah. In in some ways, it's really durable, and in some ways, you know, it's like durable. I can fix stuff really well. Yeah, you know, when you're fixing your shit, you're not killing the other guy, so it kind of works against you. But depending on what the scenario is, you're. I'm starting out with fewer orders, but I'm like keeping more of them, and sure. then when I. I don't need as many orders to kill stuff because, like, if I shoot it once and hit, it's like it's going to die versus, you know, sometimes you keep shooting at someone, you keep hitting, or, you know, it takes a bunch of orders to accomplish something. Right. So it's a lot more decisive. Okay. And so it ended up being a pretty fun list. There were some obvious weaknesses uh, against camo and mm. smoke stuff. I don't really have anything to stop that. So you don't have visors? Yeah, no visors. Okay. Yeah, what so to speak. And then the other thing you can do to get around that is like a direct template. So like a flamethrower or a chain rifle. Sure. Which bypasses the roll to hit. So I don't have any of that. So <laughs> when I'm fighting those guys, they're always gonna get the benefit of their like camouflage and stuff. Okay. So And your current army is what? The 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 force? Previously. Uh, uh, what are both of them? Uh, the current guys are Combine Army, which are the aliens. Okay, sure. And I'm using like the Onyx Contacts Force, which is like kind of like a subset that's extremely hard hitting stuff. Sure. So. so they're lacking in the visors. And then the old guys were my vanilla Pan Oceania, okay. which are just like the white guys basically <laughs> with <laughs> sure. all the money and stuff. And they have good stats, technology, but they're lacking in skills, interesting skills, okay. and Good guns, I would I would say. Sure. You know, people say they have a lot of firepower, but like they just have normal ammunition for the most part. Sure. So even though they can like win the firefights, they're not killing stuff. Okay. So, sure. But yeah, Renegade Open is pretty cool. I know that Adepticon stuff it filled up even crazier than before. So yeah. if you didn't get into the Acon stuff, this is going to be November for next year, obviously, but. If you're trying to schedule yourself, uh, it's another convention out there. Mm, cool. So, John, audiobook, regular book. Well, Black Library shit. What is it? My stupid uh, laptop, the cable that fed the monitor, went to shit. Mm. And it was like $67 to get one from the U.S. or $27 to get one from China. Mm, nice. So, it took a couple extra weeks, but I went to China. <laughs> Picked it up. <laughs> Brought it back. <laughs> so I was down and out, didn't get to do any audiobooks due to that. We do have the laptop running smoothly again without the screen flickering and shutting off all the time on you. So that's good. It did take a little while. So I did just check out some audiobooks today. I think that'll motivate my painting as well once again. It helps. It helps. And for reading, I'm working on Tales of Heresy still, which is the first short story book in the Horus Heresy series. And I've been going to bed a little later, and the wife doesn't want me turning on the light when she's already asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 
Yeah, we're working on a schedule. She, she went back to work last week, Wednesday, which is the day she found out they were. Yeah, so she's on off. maternity leave, yeah. ready to go back. First day back. Probably looking, probably looking forward to it. To you Just know, to, like, get some some personal time, your own time, you know. Yeah. So. I uh, haven't been reading either <laughs> due to all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, But so far, the book's amazing. The first two stories were great. I've been listening to Dave and Greg talk about it on After Eleanor. So I've been doing it one story at a time because mm-hmm. they talk about them in order. So that's been, as I finish a story, I jump on and listen to those boys. So that's been entertaining as well. I don't really have a lot to add in this regard. Okay. What about yourself? <laughs> I listened to another Alistair Reynolds book. Ah. So I enjoyed the last one. It was a one-off, so I went, did a little research to see what other one-offs there are, which there are a shitload, it would seem. But So <laughs> I just picked one called Terminal World. Sure. Looked kind of interesting. And yeah, it was a really, really strange, but it's totally different from his other books, which okay. are like epic space operas, <laughs> spanning planets. So this one all took place on a single planet. That Oh, that's boring. <laughs> yeah, well... It probably so, didn't take thousands of years either. Yeah, most everybody lives in this spire, and okay. the planet is fucked up somehow due to some ancient calamity, and there's different uh, technological zones where certain technologies will work or they won't. Sure. And sometimes they can move around. But so the city, like it starts out and it's like, you know, cowboy times on the bottom. People are like hauling in wood and stuff. (laughs) And then there's like steam town that you go up to and then you can like trains and stuff will work. So the higher up the spire you go, the more advanced technology gets. So it follows like this, he's not really a detective, but he's your uh, protagonist guy. He lives in Neon City which is like modern day times. Naturally. And if you keep on going way up, you know, there's like the cyber punk town and up top is like the angel where the angels just fly around and they have just have crazy like bio nanotechnology. Oh, sure. So um, if people try to go to the different zones, it's like you basically you're kind of stuck where you're born. You can kind of met up if you need to, to go into a different zone, but so that's kind of the premise, and like the entire planet's like this. So outside of the city, like the zones move around and stuff. Sure. And so this one kind of kicks off with like an angel following, falling down to his level. So he's basically sacrificed himself to like give him a warning. Sure. That these motherfuckers are coming after him. So <laughs> he ends up leaving, and then once he's outside of the city, there's no real set technology it always like moves around so it's like fucking like mad max shit sure like the wasteland and there's like crazy i think they call them the skull boys <laughs> which are like the people that they need to like met up on drugs to like survive out there but it like makes them fucking like bananas and okay. crazy sure and then there's they get the drugs from these like cyborgs which uh, are just like on the hunt for like human brains because <laughs> they're they need like some kind of something from the human brain to survive and they can't get yeah. it anymore from like their factory or something. So sure. they go yeah. out to hunt people down and then there's like fucking airships and shit. That, <laughs> yeah. So instead of vehicles on the road, like Mad Max, it's like Mad Max airships. Everybody goes around in <laughs> and he finds like this old kind of like a civilized fleet that they used to work for the Spire. So it's kind of like military guys. I don't sure. know. Like, I can't really explain like what the happens, but they end up like, like an interesting world, though. Yeah, yeah, it's like just really different from everything that he's done before. But um, yeah, it's pretty cool. They end up 
doing shit, unsol- uh, uncovering some of the mysteries about why that world exactly is like that. Because there's like yeah. a forbidden zone where anybody that goes in there just dies. So they find a way to get in there and then they go back yeah. to the spire. But it was kind of weird because it didn't really wrap up a lot of stuff. Mm. And then when I looked, I was like, yeah, it's meant to be a, a new trilogy. Great. Like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was a cool, cool story. Just really bizarre post-apocalyptic but with like airships and like other sci-fi stuff and what was that called terminal world okay cool cool so current obsession john Mm, you want to guess (laughs) is it rimworld it is (laughs) (laughs) i'm still so i'm still so sucked into this it's uh the standard gameplay did get like you know you just land and build the base and build a spaceship i've moved on from that so my current playthroughs are Surviving on an ice sheet where there's absolutely nothing around. Ah, nice. And then there's the RimWorld Rambo playthroughs going pretty well. I start <laughs> with one guy who's pissed at the world, and he's a good fighter, so he's got a little crew, and we're just going around smashing all the bases. I'm going to try and destroy every base on the planet, or he's going to die. <laughs> and then other than that, I'm working on my standard, uh, my new narrative, which is fun. So mm-hmm. it's it's a bit tedious, actually, but <laughs> but it's fun. Cool. Yeah, like you kind of get to know this fella, the backstory. So yeah, that's about it. I'm, I'm trying to switch gears. I got, I just purchased over a hundred dollars worth of vacuum hose for my Lincoln, so I can. Mm-hmm. I started the steering's having some problems. Sixty four Lincoln here, and okay. they're notorious for having okay. these steering issues and shifting issues. So I bought the components for that, and then I was kind of putzing with it. Figured out. I was I was under the hood just fucking around, and I grabbed the vacuum line, and it immediately just snapped off because they're really old and dry rotted and oh, brittle. Oh, really? No shit. So now it makes good sense why a lot of stuff on the car doesn't work. Because I, after that, I was like, well, I wonder if all these are that bad. And sure, shit. <laughs> just start poking up it. <laughs> yeah. So I got a shit like two hundred feet of vacuum line, different sizes. So I'm gonna try to get motivated to work on that. It's been so fucking cold though; it's hard to get out to the garage. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I distracted myself building this table, something to do mm-hmm. other than sit in front of the computer. <laughs> okay. And, you know, we have Mr. Baby here, so we're dealing with Mr. Baby all the time. Keeping yourself busy. Uh, <laughs> trying to. Uh, I like it. I'm, I'm also really looking forward to getting some good audiobook going here so I can get back on the paint table. I got, there's two Zangors. I started painting one of my own Infinity Models. And then there's the model for Ryan that I'm working on. So there's a lot of models staring me in the face. Yeah, you get a few, ga- few goodies on the paint table here. Stupid Games Workshop paints don't last at all anymore, man. Any one of them that I've opened that has just sat for six to eight months is like one big clump chunk in the center and the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And then like really liquidy fucking water. So I'm a little disappointed in that. And they're like five bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to find some kind of paint alternative. I've seen that McClure had this huge Vallejo like box set with like 300 colors or something like that. Mm -hmm. The the reason I ever stuck with GW over everything else like in terms of a complete set is because their metallics were always really good relative to anything else I had tried. So that's what always held me there. But I think it I think it's time to move on here. Mm -hmm. So there's that. (laughs) Okay. I do a lot of thinking about what I'd like to do. (laughs) Yeah, as many many of us do. While I'm editing real world uh, videos. (laughs) Scale scale 75 paints. I believe I saw Domus 
trashed all his old paints and bought the complete Scale 75 set. Scale 75. I'll check into that. Which I've got like a flesh, like a flesh colors set because yeah. I was pissed at all my flesh colors from various ranges. Sure. Aren't, aren't really simpatico. So, yeah, I use them. They're pretty cool. Like they're really flat. They're like all super matte. Oh, so sure. like they look really good and they're like when you blend them when you're working on it, it looks really good too cuz they're oh, sure. like all like they're all matte in the same with like all in the same wavelength. Okay. So when you're blending it just looks like extra extra well blended. Sure. Um, and I think cool. they have some some gradients. Have they're, you, they're meant to to work with each other. So I've just done skin. Have you sprayed them through the airbrush? No, I've not okay. done it through the airbrush. I think they are meant for, for both. Sure. Um, I saw a set of airbrush colors at Michael's Crafts, and I almost bought it. <laughs> okay. They, they have, like, a few different, like, color groupings. Or there's just a rack of paints you can pick the colors you want. So maybe I'll try <laughs> one of those, too, just to see if I can get some airbrush stuff together. Yeah, it would be nice to problem with certain paints. you got to get them online. So right. if you could get something that... If you really needed to, you could just buy it at the store or something like that. Yeah, and um, every time you that, buy something that'd be cool, there, you yeah. get like a 50% off one thing. Yeah, yeah. So you buy one bottle, take it home, try if it works, you get a 50% off coupon, you go buy like the $35 set of a ton of colors, and you're making out like a fucking banshee, <laughs> like dude. Like man. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, what have you uh, been obsessing about? Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, a Hastings here. I'm going to say another book, oh. but only... It's just kind of a weird coincidence. So my wife, Kelly, was suggesting another book club type Uh. thing, and she said that her coworker was really excited and recommended the new Jim Butcher book. What? And I was like, oh, "Oh, what's that? We got a new Dresden. Piqued your interest, huh? And then she's like, no, she doesn't like Dresden for whatever reason. But there's a new book called The Aeronauts Winless by Jim Butcher. Still no Dresden. I don't know when the last one came out. It's been a while. <laughs> it's getting to be a real Game of Thrones situation. Yeah, I turn it into it. Uh, but this one is like a steampunk book. Sure. And uh, the cities, they live in spires. <laughs> and uh, they use airships to get around. It's like <laughs> steampunky. How do you keep all this shit straight? Yeah, so it was kind of weird. Like I kept. So I listened to this one on audiobook because uh, I needed something for my painting frenzies to go. Sure. So. Uh, bit the bullet there and yeah it was like at certain points i kind of like get the worlds like mixed up or something you know because they're talking about airships yeah so like i couldn't quite keep straight but <laughs> um so but butchers is it's a well-crafted novel and i could see it becoming popular it kind of it was it's kind of like sanderson almost sure. where it's like the world everything's fleshed out but there's still mysteries and I've, you know, the bad guys get away at the end, so mm. there's going to be plenty more of these. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, Butcher likes to do long fucking series. Yeah, and I, he's got Codex Alera, which I listened to the first one of that. And I wasn't impressed. I never went back to any of those ones, but these ones are good. Kind of the interesting thing is, which I could see people really loving, is like the cats are like sentient uh. and like speak. <laughs> they they oh, speak to each other. Yeah, uh, but they. No, I guess the humans, some of the humans can like speak cat and they like meow and stuff and somehow <laughs> somehow communicate with them. But some of the point of views are like from the cats. Sure. And have you ever like, I think it's a YouTube video of like the diary of a cat or something like that. Have you no. ever listened to that? Well, it's from the cat's point of view and, 
you know, his masters are neglecting him <laughs> and like he doesn't know if he's going to live another day because like the food hasn't come yet and, you know, he's begging for his life. And it's like a really kind of droll. That's the video like Diary of a Cat, sure. which I highly recommend. You probably get a kick out of it. Um, but it's like the same kind of thing. You know, the cat's – he does a good job of like showing the cat's perspective, like yeah. how these humans are like idiotic <laughs> and like the the humans like actually belong to the cats, you know, and like <laughs> – uh, so it is a is a well done book. A lot, sure. a lot of action, a lot of weird stuff. The surface of the planet that they're on—I don't know if it's Earth or whatever—but is like completely devastated and covered in mist, and like there's monsters down there. So sure, I'm sure at some point they'll go down there, but don't leave the spire, dude. The, like the airships are really cool. They're powered by these crystals, so they they can do all kinds of crazy shit, and they have like cannons and like shoot like little bolts of energy and shit at each other. So, you know, there's a big battle at the end with the big sure. ships moving around. And the main guy, he's like, he gets a crystal that's big enough for a battleship and just gets it in his little tiny ship. So okay. he's like, you know, it's like super awesome. You know? Sure. Uh, so he's really maneuverable and it's being chased by the big ship. And <laughs> All right. It's nice. good. I recommend it. Good if deal. You're, if you're a Butcher fan you're or, or a Sanderson fan. Yeah. All right, cool. Good, good deal. Good good entry in the beginning <laughs> of the series so all right well let's uh let's pop a break in here and we'll be back with a little game i devised oh okay or i stole <laughs> So today, my friend, I have a game. Okay. Anybody that's a fan of Tell Em Steve Dave, we might have played this as well once in the past, but Tell Em Steve Dave used to do it once okay. in a while. So this game is called One True Three. Does this ring a bell? Maybe. Okay. I'm guessing I'm going to have to guess the truth out of a group so of lies or something like that. I'm going to tell you three things that I did. I'm just going to tell them to you. You're allowed to ask three questions about each one after I tell them to you, and then you got to pick which one's true, and then you win. If you don't get it right, then then you lose. Okay, so there's just three three things. That's, yeah, so the, I'm gonna that's say, the entire game is just three things. I'm going to tell you three things that I did. I'm going to ask three questions. You can ask up to three questions about each one. And so you either have to lie on the spot or you know, corroborate what it, yeah. Respond in appropriate fashion. Right. So I, I flushed these out of my head and I scribbled some notes down. And uh, this should be it was difficult because I've known you for a long time, and I don't keep a lot of secrets. You <laughs> <laughs> do. So, Describe a lot about what happens to you and the things you do in your life. I did have uh, to dig. So I might have to face away from you so you can't see my face. <laughs> So okay. you can't like read, right. or maybe I can make you face away. So okay, I will. If you think, I yeah, I think it would be really difficult for me as yeah. doing it yeah. not to just bust out. <laughs> so let's laughing. face away from each okay. other. All right. So, so I'm gonna look at each one and just 
figure out how to format it well, okay. uh, which will be transparent to the listeners. So, number one, I once pooped in a box outside of my house while I was locked out. And later on, I was petting my dog and his breath smelled like shit. So I went and checked the box and sure enough, he had eaten the shit. (laughs) Number two, I once farted in an elevator with a celebrity and they made a reaction to the the smell of the fart. (laughs) Number three, I once stole $172 and some change from one of those Salvation Army bell ringers. And then I later felt bad and I returned most of it to the bin of a different bell ringer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you could start asking some, questions. Yeah, I got some, some interesting <laughs> thoughts <laughs> running through my mind here. Uh so I know. Do any of these sound like something I've told you that I did once upon a time? No, I don't. I don't think so. I it's, mean, these are things that, yeah, they they all seem like things that you you could do. This is, yeah, because I know true. when you were younger, you were kind of like hung around with scumbags and stuff. This is and, true. And did stuff like that. Um, when <laughs> when you're talking about the shit, like I'm picturing the house that you lived in with Jill. Cause I remember that she had some dogs, although I think she got had to get rid of them. But that's not my, that's not going to be my question. Um, so I guess I'm going to get three questions so on each one of these. Yes, on each one, okay. and they have to be simple questions. You can't like, you know, just ask the questions, and I'll I'll judge the the validity. <laughs> okay, the first one. So why did you? Shit in a box versus just like shitting on the ground behind a bush. I don't. <laughs> I'm not really sure why. <laughs> it just seemed like more like a toilet than getting on the ground. Okay. So, I don't know. That doesn't seem like it's adding up. So, why did you, like, leave the box outside? Wouldn't you, like, try to, like, hide it or throw it away, like, immediately? So, there was this structure outside the house and... The box was in there, so I had left the box in there when I was done shitting in it, but there was no door on the structure, so I just really didn't <laughs> think about it after <laughs> I did I just felt good because I really had a shit at the time. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, how did you get... You were locked outside. How did you get inside in the end? I don't really remember, but you can ask a different question. <laughs> I was. No, that's fine. This was. I, I think I've got enough. Okay. I think I've got enough for that one. Uh, so moving on to number two. So who who is the celebrity? Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. <laughs> 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 he was a. For those who don't know, he was a yeah. famous basketball ball player on the Chicago Bulls back in the 90s okay so how did you end up on the same elevator as scotty pippen like were were you at a basketball game or what this was in chicago and i had a job as a delivery boy where i delivered in chicago at the time okay and once in a while i'd have to go to these like high-rise condo (laughs) buildings and take stuff up to people's doors so that's how i just got on the elevator and he happened to get on as well okay what 
what was his reaction? You said he had like a negative reaction. What what exactly did he do? He made kind of a disgusted grunty hrumph noise. There were other people on there as well. <laughs> So he couldn't pin it on me directly. <laughs> was this a silent or uh, was there a sound? This is the fourth question, but I'll answer it regardless. Uh, uh, I made it silent I because there were third. several people on the elevator. But it, it was a big enough fart emergency that you needed to, you couldn't, couldn't wait till you got off the elevator. Well, it was a, a fifth question. It was a tiny fart <laughs> and well, just, I didn't think it would outside. be sticky. So it was just like a, one of those tiny little, you know, let one slip, like, Literally almost no effort, but it was one of those SBD boys. Yeah, sometimes you don't think about it, and then it just happens. So I'm just thinking out loud here. So, uh, yeah, thanks for the additional information. If you want to ask another question or two about the first one, I'll allow it. No, I don't. You're not. You don't seem to have a really good memory of that one. So I'm going to move on to the the last one. Uh, So 172 dollars so what were the circumstances that was this like an unattended bell ringer or did you do it in front of somebody and just like run off with it or something so uh, as i was walking into the store a guy was like emptying them and emptying them into these like cloth bags and when he walked up he had one that he set down at the base of it against the pole and i saw him set it down and then he just went about his business of emptying the money into a different one. And then I had stopped inside to see if he was going to take that bag, and he left it. So when he walked away, I just walked out there, grabbed it, and then jumped in my car. Okay. So you were alone yes. for this? And then he had, he had left completely. Um, I just went to his car or something, yeah. but he wasn't looking. So how long did you have it before you returned it? To a, to a different one. Two or three days. Two or three days. Okay. Um, <laughs> did, did you, <laughs> this is pretty fun. Yeah, that's good. I guess I guess that's the three there. I mean, did you spend, like, any of it? Or Yeah. And then, like, that's when you felt bad? Like, when you, when you spent it for the first time? Well, just trying to get inside your head. I here, felt John. bad right away, but I was also broke, so I I bought some Burger King with it right away, and then most of the I might have I might have bought something else small, but no more than a couple bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So those are my questions. So with number one, you sure you don't want to ask any more questions because you asked like five or four or five. No, questions. No, that's fine. You. uh you weren't really able to answer my questions for number one, so okay. I don't. I don't think that one's true because I think you would have been. I don't know. You would remember more about a time like that. It could be. I don't know. A deliberate strategy throwing off or something. If so, that's not in good spirit. No, if John. I if I remembered, I would tell but you. Based so. off based off that, I don't think that one's true. Part of the rules here is I have to answer the questions honestly. Okay, so for the second one, you know, I, I was aware that you were a pizza driver in Chicago-type area. And that does sound plausible. Okay. Um, The last one seems plausible as well. The circumstances of it being, like, left there so you you could, like, justify it to yourself somehow and then to take it and then (laughs) give it back. I I can follow that that chain of logic. Um, I'm going to 
Now, the first two are bodily functions. So I'm just going to say that you know, if you're going to think up something, it's probably, and you want it to be funny, it's probably going to be something like that. So I think the first, the first, the last one doesn't really make you look good. Uh, well, I did return so, the money. I mean, yeah, you did return it. I'm assuming that you were like a teenager at the time or thereabouts. Uh, you know, <laughs> so everybody's an idiot back then. So it seems, we- yeah, it seems weird you would make up the last one. But it, so I'm going to say that that's true. And the other two, you you made up. So All that's right. that's my final we can face each other now. My final guess there. All right, so the true one was the first one. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but you, so a question that might have really helped you out here was how old were you when this happened cuz I was probably in junior high or something. Uh, okay. And my dad had built this like two-story fort in the ravine next to our house. <laughs> and there were, he'd always bring home these like wax-coated like big boxes that like packaged meat would come in, so he'd always have lots of boxes around. Mm-hmm. And we had this uh, half shepherd, half husky that would pretty much roam the neighborhood all the time because my parents are horrible dog owners. And yeah, he ended up eating my poop. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Well, the dog thing threw me off because I know that you hate dogs. I'm just not, yeah, like, not a it dog person. <laughs> If, you, if this happened recently, I feel like I'd know about yeah, it. Yeah, so, so again, like asking when it's this kind happened. kind of a, yeah. You know, I didn't know you that well back <laughs> when you were going on with Jill, so maybe, the, you know. The other two, so. the, I was a delivery boy in Chicago, so you had to throw, you had to sprinkle yeah, some truth Yeah, it has to be like mostly truth. So yeah. you probably farted in an elevator one time, but it wasn't probably <laughs> Scotty Pippen or something yeah. like that. And that's like a low-level celebrity that's believable, uh-huh. too. And then I'm giving away my secrets. The bell ringer thing, I just was walking into Triggs the other day, and I was like, and I was trying to think of a third thing. Okay. And I had, a, I, I went through probably four or five of them, but they, like some of them were just too harsh and cruel. So I didn't want to put anything <laughs> real shitty in here. So. Yeah. Not okay. that stealing from the Salvation Army is not shitty, but yes. Anyways. Well, so that was okay. fun. Yeah, that's cool. That <laughs> so they, it's essentially that form. That's what they do on Steve days. Yeah, that was exactly it. Okay, they even cool. like the way you talked about it to try and logic it through. That happens as well. Uh huh. That was really entertaining because you you had to put something out there that's a bit embarrassing, um, you know, just to uh-huh. <laughs> just to make it entertaining. So mm-hmm. so let us know what you think about this, guys. Maybe we could do some more one true three. Yeah. Thanks to the Steve Dave crew for giving us an idea to Proper steal. Proper inspiration. Good times. So you have a podcast moving along here. I do not much to say about it. It's called synth zone. I don't know if I've talked about it before, but it's provided many a hour of synth wave musical entertainment. So usually I just, when I want to listen to that shit, pop it on YouTube, but you can't, I think if you subscribe to like YouTube red, you can queue stuff up and like listen to it offline or something in your car. Yeah. The red shit, but I don't, I don't do that. Uh, but since then, so I'm like, well, there's got to be a way to get this on my phone. So I remember that you done the Point Radio Cast, so which like, I still like. My wife has that in her car, and that's almost all she listens to. <laughs> awesome. It's, and when I drive it, I'm like, God, these are really these good, are good songs. songs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. And I like. Yeah. It's basically like. Everything that you like, so I've been thinking about. I had sense. to delete them all from YouTube because I was getting 
trademark know, like your copyright dings, yeah and it can like affect your that hurts your standing youtube standing or your yeah. overall so i had uploaded them all and then i had to delete them all but uh, so but I'm thinking about doing a new one of those. That'd be cool. But I got too many pokers in the fire at the moment. Absolutely. <laughs> well, so synth tone, synth tone. The host is kind of a douche, but man, what would you, you expect? Skip, just skip over that part, and you got a good ninety to ninety minutes, two hours of synth wave music that you can download, listen on your phone whenever. So always keep keep a those few of those queued up. Nice. If I need to do actual work at work. That's my go-to. Okay. Yeah, mine used to be just YouTube music videos, but then every two or three minutes, you got to flip to a different one. Yeah. Or skip a advert or something. Yeah, because it gets into like weird territory, and like suggests goes to weird shit that isn't really connected to what you're listening to in the first place. Yeah. So you see how bad my slippers are here. Oh, Look at this thing. Times are tough. Yeah. We got duct tape holding. That's the, almost worn through. <laughs> the duct tape's almost worn through on your my slips. Toes are sticking out of my sock here. There's some holes in there. And with the layoff, we're uh, we're not spending much money here. <laughs> okay, makes sense. Take it easy until you figure things out. Uh, do you have a useful hobby product at this juncture, John? Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? We're nearing the end. I think we're about done, buddy. Okay. Well. All right. We, yeah. can, we can just call it there. That so, was fun. I, I, like, I like that segment. Yeah, it worked out well. Um, so we are – we hit the three-week threshold yeah. last time, and now we've fallen back below it. It looks like ah. one or two people have dropped, so that's perfectly fine. Thank you for your contributions up to this point. Yeah. So we're going to go back to the four-week schedule. Pretty close. It's just 10 or 11 bucks, uh, but a lot of our – we don't have a lot of people, so if one person or two drops, it can make a big ding. So mm. um, if you're considering uh, going in for a buck, I think it'd be more stable to have a bunch of people just yeah. contributing in a buck or two to keep that threshold active. So thanks to everybody who contributed previously, and hopefully we'll get there again. And uh, yeah, probably... Maybe, oh, maybe we can do the drawing for the – it's going to be about a month, so it's going to be about the end of the year. We can draw the next Patreon winner. It's All about right. the right time. It's going to be end of December or thereabouts. I'm going to try and get motivated so, and get this one yeah, turned so around by the weekend your, here. That should be your <laughs> – okay, shoot for this weekend, but your fallback goal is going to be about three and a half, four weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> so I could just that ended up book. being uh, – my main uh, motivator on the last one. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Ryan. Well. So <laughs> we'll get it out to you. No worries. So thanks to everyone yeah. on the, the Patreon. If you're considering it, check it out. It's be much appreciated. Get this guy a new pair of socks, some, you some, some slippers. Fuck, maybe I'll take a picture of the slipper and make it the episode cover. It's <laughs> been a while since, it's a, since we did a legit it's episode It's a pretty cover. Uh, like a trailer park boy kind of thing. <laughs> or like a Ricky or... Uh, like a Bubbles or <laughs> yeah. a Corey and Trevor type thing going on this here. This is so. how we're living here. Um, yeah. Johnny needs to put some food on the mm. table for, <laughs> for we just his got family here. A whole freezer's worth of breast milk donations for the boy, so he's covered for a little while. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I think that's it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. So take off. Suck my balls. That's my bees.
on these beaks are parched. Let's wet them a bit.